Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Watchers. This guy, huh, fuck, I, I, I cursed, but my name is Tyler. His name is Tyler, and that man did in fact just curse. Well, as you guys are probably aware, I'm Clay. And as Gonzo just said, we are The Watchers. This is a podcast. We break down Marvel films and shows, give our thoughts, opinions, and maybe even answer a couple questions. But tell me, Gonzo, how was your day? Uh, today, as you can see, I'm happy. You know why? Uh, one, Friday. Wow. Two, busy week. Wow. Okay. Three, finally went to the gym, got that anger out. Feeling Got big. Good. Yeah. Feeling good. Like I should. Absolutely. Um, or doing the pod. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Those are some good yeah. points right there. Oh, man. Uh, Honestly, I can piggyback off like three of those at minimum. I mean, it's okay. Friday. Phenomenal yep. news. Busy Definitely. week. Check that off the box. Unbelievable. I'm talking three Definitely. hours past bedtime. I'm talking trying to fit in social time. I'm trying to I, – I skipped dinner last night just because how busy I was. So Definitely. You know, things happen. Um, I did not yim today uh, because I'm kind of a fat POS. But there's some things in the works Man. that uh, might pivot me out of that. And it just might invite – it might involve my good co-host right here to my left, Tyler. We'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah. But – Enough with the chit-chat. Tell me, Gonzo, what are we covering? We are covering Guardians of the Galaxy Volume The Goat 3. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about so this, excited. man. I'm so excited. I've been <sighs> waiting. I have been waiting ever since I've watched this movie to talk about it on the pod. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I like when we were watching one and two, I was like, gotta get to three. I just need <laughs> gotta to get to expedite three. this. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I can't say I blame you, man. I mean, ph- phenomenal film. We've done Me enough too. glazing on James Gunn, so we won't yeah. do too much of it during this episode. It's going to be a but lot for man. me. But man, come on. Man knows how to mm-hmm. make a film. Hey, Clay. What's up, Gonzo? Tyler. What was the budget? Ooh, budget? 250 M's. What was Slight the work? Oh, 845.5 M's. My mm. lordy lord. I will say one thing that's surprising. Yeah? I truly think this deserves to be a billion dollar movie. I do too. It, and you know why? It's crazy for it me to say prob- that, but... But I can see why it wasn't. Um, is because what was it? Spider-Man: No Way Home hit a billion easily, right? Yes, I believe it did. I think that was the last one we got, correct? Yes. And I think the reason why is because right after Endgame, they were still hitting billion um, yeah. dollar movies, and then the projects, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, finally went. A little downhill, but this movie should have definitely hit a billion. And I feel like they should just 
crank it back to the theaters. Oh, I think run it back. You hit yeah. that 1.5 maybe. On some uh, Avatar Fact. type stuff. On some James Cameron still, type-ish. Still a little salty about that. Oh. Endgame's the number one movie of all time. Absolutely. 100%. The only other movie I will give credit to is Gone with the Wind. That yeah. It, in, yeah. in its own right deserves to be there as well. But Avatar should not be in the conversation. Um, I mean, I personally. like Avatar, but, but I do agree with you that it's I don't even know why it's a billion dollar movie, but uh, during that time, I think it was just like a new yeah, type of thing. It was a new so. thing. Um, it, but uh, nowadays it's a, it's an adult version of Smurfs. I said it. Yeah. Yeah. Did number two hit a billion? I'm not totally sure. I'll be honest. I haven't mm. seen it. Don't care. Too. I haven't either. I haven't either. Um, um anyway. I got a, I got a, I got some background stuff though. I'd like to speak on before we jump into it. I'm excited. Get ready for it. All right. Well, this film sets a new record for the most makeup appliances used in a single film. At 23,000 different prosthetics and things of those such used in this wow. film. Wow. Insane. Like uh, different suits, or not suits, but like um, like, like fur suits, yeah. I guess you could say. Um, you know, uh, prosthetics. Drax. Uh, yeah, Drax, exactly. All those etchings um, and stuff. Nebula. Gamora. Gamora. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe a little uh star lord yeah a little face hair oh maybe. sure i don't know but mm. i thought that was pretty insane yeah uh, next one being and this one i'm actually really excited to say the next two i think are really cool <clears throat> nebula has a new nanotech arm which she was given to as an upgrade by rocket because nebula gave rocket bucky's arm in the christmas special and this is confirmed by james gunn Wow. That's insane. Um, I didn't know that. And That's also, insane. Rocket got the arm, baby. So, I'm really excited to see, like, if there's going to be, like, a funny clip of Bucky, like, waking up. Because maybe he sleeps without his arm or something. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And he tries to grab it, you know? He's like, <laughs> where, where the hell is it? No. Like, you that know? guy that when they, uh, in Guardians 2, when, uh, Groot took the guy's eye. Yeah. He wakes yeah. up and he's like, where's my eye? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was super cool. And then the next mm-hmm. one, Kruger, which is the Ravager who makes portals when they dock, uh, mm-hmm. when the Ravagers dock with um, the Guardians. Um, he makes like portals like Doctor Strange. Yeah. And when I was watching that, I ended up actually taking a note, like how is he able to do that? Are they connected? And it turns out that in the comics, he's actually a Sorcerer Supreme for Earth 691. He also has a green gem that he wears, which yep. is like not the eye of Agamotto, obviously, and it's not the time stone, but it's, it's just like, like a nod his, to it. Yeah, it's like a nod, which I think is yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's dope. And it also that's I really... answered my own question that I planned on asking this podcast when doing this research, which I thought was neat. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you got any opening thoughts you want to give me before I jump into the act? Not a lot. I just there's nothing really much more I can say about this movie. Like it's, it's up there um, as one of my goats. Um, This, 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 this is what I'll say. This type of movie is what made me fall in love with Marvel in the first place. Yep. Um, And I think also it's like these type of movies are, 
um, more based off the comics and don't have their own twist to it. When when movies have like their own twist to it, I feel like it goes a little overboard and it doesn't get as much um, liking as it should. Yeah. Um, but these, um, this movie and all the Guardians movies are pretty comic accurate. And I think that's a reason why they're so popular. I would agree with that a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm kind of ditto with there with you on that. I mean, yeah. it seems like, um, you know, Marvel obviously really, um, when they created the Avengers, like that, that series, the four of them, it seems like yeah. they really put their time and effort into those, even though that maybe they weren't making the best projects around those at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I still think that they were, but they're, they could have been better, but those Avengers mm-hmm. movies were perfection to an mm-hmm. extent you know what i mean and it felt mm-hmm. like uh they did the same thing for the guardians trilogy like mm-hmm. they really took their time and they did their due diligence and they put the time in and it definitely yes. it pays off that's exact i was literally about to say the same thing they put they took their time mm-hmm. uh with the writing mm-hmm. the, the 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 just the whole plot in general of the movie the cgi didn't see anything bad in the movie oh. looks phenomenal it's insane um, if Marvel movies were just like they just slowed down and just took their time, I think they would get a lot more bangers than misses. Absolutely. So, um, are you ready for Act One? I'm ready for Act One. Are you ready for Act One? This guy. Hell yeah! All right, all righty, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We'll let you jump right into it. it Act One. You're not even ready for mine. <laughs> the movie opens with a litter of raccoons, and then we see someone taking one out of its cage. We then go to Rocket on Nowhere, dealing with a drunk Peter. Peter is brought to bed and he falls asleep, and as he's falling asleep, he grabs Nebula's arm and says, I love you, Gamora. We see Adam Warlock flying through the stars and aiming himself at Nowhere to grab Rocket. The Guardians all try their best to defend themselves, but Rocket takes a a hard hit. The Guardians then take an x-ray and realize that Rocket has a kill switch on his heart, so they can't even patch him up. Nebula then stabs Adam through the chest, and Adam proceeds to say, that hurts and flies away. Rocket has a flashback and we get to see him put into a cage with a bunch of experimental animals who later become his friends. Nebula finds out that the kill switch is made by Orgocorp, so they leave quickly to go there and find a way to get the switch off and help Rocket. At Arate Labs, located on Counter-Earth, we see Adam and the High Priestess together talking with the High Evolution. High Evolutionary, sorry. <coughs> The High Evolutionary starts screaming at them and hurting Adam since they did not recover Rocket for him. The Guardians then arrive at Orgocorp, and let me tell you guys something. It's disgusting. That that whole thing is so foul. Yeah. Once inside, yeah. once inside the shields, they meet up with Nebula's contact, which is a surprise to Peter as it's Gamora and the rest of the Ravengers. Once inside Orgocorp, they put on their spacesuits into a contamination bin, which accidentally expels all their suits into space. Security guards show up to the Guardians, do some improv, and they're able to lay, lie their way past them. Wow, that was a rough one, let me tell you. Hey, hey. It's all good, brother. I appreciate that. We, we, hey, you got through it. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, you go for it. Okay. Um, I'm just kind of going to list off all of mine. If we want to run on a tangent, we can. The first one being the Marvel Studios intro. All Guardians of the Galaxy themed. Looked amazing. We were just talking about this in the Loki episode that we just did, yes. which is posted today. You guys should go watch that over on YouTube. 
Um, like, comment, subscribe. Absolutely. Uh, but it it's all Guardians themed, and it, it just yep. looks so good. You know, it was like it was already heartwarming before we even got to see any part of the movie. Yes. Um, Music, OD. Oh, it's so unbelievable. Good. And um, there's an ongoing joke that I. I mean, starts in Act One, but goes throughout the entire movie. But there's an ongoing joke with Craglin where he calls Cosmo a bad dog. And it's referenced yeah. throughout the entire film. And James Gunn is really good at just doing those callbacks. Like in um, Volume 2 with the, it's it's not ripe yet. It's not ripe yep. yet. And the Nebula eats mm-hmm. it and it's not ripe. You know, I just, he's so good at those. So good. It's all in the same, like, theme. Mm-hmm. But they're all different. Absolutely. It's so good. And um, the fighting that was going on between Adam Warlock and the Guardians was brutal. Like, he literally yes. grabbed Mantis's arm and just snapped it in half. Yes. I uh, mean, what I what I really liked about that fight scene was um, us seeing, like, finally seeing Drax's power mm-hmm. as well. Him, like, holding his own yeah. with Adam Warlock. Yeah. I mean, he was. Uh, I thought that was dope. Yeah, and another thing along those that fighting scene is that we uh, Groot tries to wrap him up in some vines and to yeah. like contain him, but Adam ends up breaking out, and and then it's just like Groot with like almost like spider legs, and it's just his yeah. head and spider legs, but like throughout the like I mean by the middle of Act Two he's fully regrown, mm-hmm. and so I just want to make the comment that Groot be, we're guessing because either he's younger or because he's a different. Uh, he's not the same Groot that maybe this one just heals faster or maybe because he's younger yeah. he heals faster. Uh, but that, 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 that was neat. Yeah. So, um, I think I, it is a, a different Groot. Sorry. No. Uh, yeah. I think we, we had that conversation and I'm right yeah. there with you. Um, mm-hmm. It's like Groot spawn. Mm-hmm. Called Groot. And it took, a, it, that's actually a good point too. Cause it took a while for baby Groot. the older Groot, the, the, the first Groot yeah. um, to heal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took a while for his arms to heal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in uh, this movie, he was just like, he's got a whole body and was yeah, ready to go. I agree. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to point out is that the Orgo sentries, the people that are uh, guarding the Orgo Corp, yeah. I don't think they look very good. I don't no. really like their costumes, and I don't think they look very scary. Um, kind they of. They don't. You yeah. also find out in, uh, in this act that. Um, the high evolutionary is trying to make everything perfect. And I really think that dude just needs to go to a therapist. I don't get talk it. Talk to somebody. Cause I think he's just got a, a big OCD problem. Yeah. So yeah, he, he, he's kind he's of just also be... a walking L. Um, he is. I L. hate, I, I mean the actual villain and That's... The, the, the actor who portrayed him did a phenomenal job, yeah. but this character yeah. was meant to be terrible and he yeah. is awful oh my and he god did it. i don't like him. he did it to the the t absolutely so, yeah <clears throat> yeah i was not a fan Take all your points yes, beautiful sir. um what i really uh liked about this like the first opening scene um was it sh- it shows i feel like I, I know i always keep saying this but these movies are so good and i, I feel like other Marvel movies should follow this kind of blueprint, but I really like how it showed um, Star-Lord's trauma, yeah. um, drinking problem, mm-hmm. his beard growing out. We saw him in uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder. 
mm-hmm. kind of looked like he was depressed a little bit. Absolutely. They, the Marvel movies shouldn't shy away from showing like real emotions. You can't always just be like happy or mm-hmm. um, angry, you know. Absolutely. You, you gotta you gotta show like sadness, and I feel like this movie does it so good. Absolutely. Um, I love the way Groot lo- uh, looks. Yeah. I love how he's like huge. He's a uh, bulky, built. broad yeah. man. Yeah. Tree. Yeah. Um, the music's unreal. Um, and I love how you just, we just get right into the action. Always. Uh, Groot, I mean, uh, sorry, uh, Rocket's just struggling, bl- mm-hmm. like there's blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, Star-Lord's panicking because mm-hmm. he's drunk. He doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh my God, you know, I, um, Oh, I, just I, really had, I had one more thing uh, when you were bringing up uh, Marvel showing off the emotion and, yeah. um, you know, Peter being drunk and being depressed. Something yeah. else that happened in act one is that he actually expresses his, like he, he's he feels unbelievably guilty that he was drunk that night because yeah. if he wasn't drunk that night. Maybe Rocket wouldn't have been in this situation. And I think that's one mm-hmm. more thing of him just like admitting his guilt and something mm-hmm. else he has to live with throughout most of this movie. Yeah. I also like um, – it's a little jump ahead, but nothing crazy. I just mm-hmm. like how – because now we know that he was – he just jumped right out of bed and he didn't didn't get his mask. Correct. And I thought that was a cool little detail because yeah, everybody was it. like, well, why don't we see his mask? Well, mm-hmm. he literally just jumped out of bed and tried to help – Just uh, rocket, blasting. So. Yeah. So um, – but you kind of hit a good amount of my points. So – but yeah. Great first act, though. Dude. Great first act. So good. Unreal. God, I'm so excited. But I'm, you know what I'm not excited for? This act. Re- reading act two. <laughs> <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're, I hope you're ready. Because uh, this is going to be rough. But I'm going to give him my best shot, all right? Gonzo. Mary wants to meet you. Need to meet you. Uh, one sec, one sec, Clay. I can't right now. Brother, I have to. That's fine. I have to. Sorry. Just, you know, do what you got to do. I'll entertain. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Love you all. (laughs) All right. On to Act 2. Is everybody ready to go? I think I'm ready for Act 2. Are you ready for Act 2? I am. um, Hopefully. (laughs) We'll see. Okay. Mantis and Drax split off from the rest, and Mantis ends up making a security officer fall in love with Drax to allow them to pass. One of the best scenes. I love that scene so much. It's a good one. Um, Unfortunately, a different security officer sees Drax and Mantis on the cameras and sounds the alarm. The other group, Gamora, Nebula, and Peter, find the person who handles all the files, and Gamora pulls a gun on her so she can get the file. Uh, once they have the file, they realize the alarms are going off. They're all being surrounded by sentries, by, but Gamora threatens to kill an officer if they don't let him through. On the other side, Mantis and Drax are fighting the sentries, uh, but Drax is shot by a large energy weapon that really hurts him. Once Peter's group gets to the same floor as Drax and uh, Peter gets into the Orgo Corp system and turns on all the sentry jets, Groot's uh, Groot lands their ship inside Orgo Corp so they uh, so they can leave. Nebula Nebula decodes the file and realizes the kill switch key was removed earlier and is now at a different location. They find they find Thiel, the person who took the passkey, and start going toward him, knowing that it's 
the high evolutionary location. High evolutionary's location. High Priestess gets, comms, uh, gets a comms device and has a conversation with Gamora, and Gamora sends her the coordinates uh, to where they're going. Back inside the flashback, the High Evolutionary tells Rocket that he isn't going to be in the New World, and that his entire batch of friends will be all killed. Uh, once, once on Counter-Earth, they go to Arate Labs to confront the High, high Evolutionary, and Thiel, in the process, uh, we get the first F-bomb ever. Beautiful. Yet again, another flashback, where a rocket builds a key to allow him, allow him and his friends to escape, but the High Evolutionary ends up killing all his friends, so Rocket ends up in tears, and the High Evolutionary's face... Oh, sorry. Tears. Jeez. Tears up the High Evolutionary's face in, in leaving... <clears throat> Okay. Um, one of uh, one of the bodyguards of I can't Arate. I can't say that word, brother. Arate. Arate goes to the guardian ship to collect Rocket and Gamora. Ends up stalling uh, enough, stalling enough. Then Adam shows up, killing the bo the bodyguard. Arate begins to take flight as the f the fight ensues between Groot and Peter versus everybody in their way to get to the pass key. Peter then tack tackles Thiel out uh, the side of the ship onto an exploding planet. As Peter jumps out, uh, the ship Nebula, Mantis, and Drax jump onto the ship to help Peter and Groot, not realizing he already escaped. Sorry. That That's was a okay. rough one. That's okay. I'm just glad to have <clears> you back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you got notes? By all means, if you got them. Um, first of all, love the F-bomb beautiful oh so good i feel like the f-bomb should have been in guardians 2 uh when uh rocket no when rocket and uh groot are saying to uh what's his name yondu, yondu. he's except he, he didn't said, say free yeah i wish i wish he said that word there um but i thought that was pretty cool I think um, I think it's really nice that they put it here because I think it shows how much distress Peter is going through and how urgent yeah. this matter is. So is he's just true. like, get in the car. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I do enjoy that. But I do agree. I mean Yondo deserved it. Yeah. So. Um What I really like about um this act is uh we see a lot of flashbacks mm -hmm. and I don't think we've ever really seen that in both of the Guardians. I mean the other two guardians no, as much. Not really. It, it's he does a James, I know we're tooting his horn again, but James Gunn does a really good good job in this film by going uh flowing through the main plot, but also um putting in these subplot points that are super key that Excellent. will end up being huge in the end. But um yeah, I love it. Uh I love that we see where Groot comes from, how the high evolutionary is just brutally evil rocket um but yes sorry rocket sorry you're good, you're good um and then ever since you told me that you like seeing rocket like build things i've always noticed it now and i love it it's so yeah. cool dude yeah it's so cool um but yeah that's pretty much all oh i will say one thing um that i 
didn't really like in this movie the this first one it seemed like a lot of fake it seems like a lot of fake uh deaths mm-hmm. like when drax got shot the first time it was like okay if he gets shot again he might die and then he did by a bigger explosion mm-hmm. i thought he was dead that's my honestly. first note because i thought drax was dead yeah um but i love how um this uh mantis is like they're like such a like an actual family in this movie mm-hmm. that she's like so worried about um drax yeah. in the moment yeah that she doesn't even care about her surroundings getting surrounded mm-hmm. all that stuff she's just only worried about drax but that's pretty much all my thoughts how about you brother um well one to expand on that thought i i feel like the whole drax and mantis duo that we get yeah. uh obviously starting in guardians 2 it's something that I, I wouldn't have expected because they are very polar opposites, but she is so gullible and also sort of dumb. Yeah. And he is just a straight to the point kind of guy. And mm-hmm. I think Nebula has, or not Nebula, sorry, Mantis has just like understood that about him. And I think that they're both feeling sort of uh, like not lost, but um like, she never had a family. She only had ego and then he lost his family. So they're both like lonely. So it's like together, like they, they create that like, yes. Uh, friendship that they need, mm-hmm. even though they're all friends, but it seems like theirs is a little bit closer. Uh, yeah. Even throughout this movie, another great rolling joke is that, um, during act one and act two, uh, they're talking about how they need to save Peter's best friend. And Drax is like mm-hmm. second best friend, <laughs> second best friend, uh, which I love, but, yeah, I do. I love the duo shit that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thing, oh actually, um, actually, you know what? Mm, we talked about that part. I'm like forgetting what I even read. Um, but I'm pretty sure we get the part. Yeah, we did. I like how, um, Peter, uh, when the high evolutionary is like telling him his grand scheme. And all that stuff. He's like, I don't want to hear another story oh, of yeah. a broken person yeah. trying to fix the galaxy yeah. or something like along those lines. Mm-hmm. I love that part. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, another kind of a verbatim thing that I really liked was um, when Gamora, Nebula, and Peter are leaving after getting the file. She yeah. says to kill the guard that looks like a carrot to show that they mean business. And Peter says a remark that says, uh, past Gamora is so mean. And Nebula says, yeah. she's always been like this, but I'm the bad guy. And I thought that that was a, I thought that was kind of cool because like they do portray Nebula as the villain throughout yeah. all of it up until mm-hmm. I guess like halfway through Guardians 2. It's like a perfect mm-hmm. pivot. Um, mm-hmm. But like for, for Nebula to be like, no, she's always been like this. Like she just liked you. So she wasn't like this. Um, yeah. yeah. But everyone hated me. I thought it was funny, but I, right. I, especially in this movie we really get to see nebula like she is she's a she is such a team player dude i love she's such a, such a team player in dude. this movie such she a team player getting down like especially in the first scene she's getting food for everybody those like mm-hmm. little iguanas on a know. stick yeah <laughs> something gross. you know yeah and then um, another thing I, oh sorry oh i was just gonna say i love the uh i thought the the dialogue when uh, Peter's like expl- explaining his whole uh, Gamora and his arc in the elevator oh. was the funniest thing. Oh, that was super funny. Yeah. Um, and then Nebula was like, I mean, he missed a couple points, but yeah, he 
pretty much hit it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and then just to more expand on how Nebula have really is like a part of the team and a part of the family. Later on, like once they find out that Thiel took the pass key and they start going towards yeah. it, Gamora's having throwing this whole fit and how she doesn't want to fight the high evolutionary, and they just need to you know uh, drop her off, and she ends up shoving Peter, and is like. I don't like how broken do you have to be inside for me, for you to think that I need to be the person you want me to be. And yeah. she ends up going to like swing on him, but Nebula grabs her arm and is mm -hmm. like, no. And then she was like, not happening that. Yeah. That the animal in there has, has given me a lot of great upgrades and we're not going to sacrifice his life to drop you off to safety. Yeah. And then she was 100%. like, well, I'm family. And she goes, yeah, well, so is he. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that is so cold. It just, it, the movie just hits so many emotions. It hits like, different. Like all every like line, every dialogue is just like so like gets you going. Yeah. It got me going. It's, and it's just unreal. Yeah. Um, another thing, a quick thing. Um, and in, in post, I will put it up on screen. But uh, the Sovereign having a dope looking ship. That thing is shwipping. It is so Unreal. cool. That's yeah. I, I, it's like trying to like Destiny or something. It's yes. so yes. cool. It's dope. Um, and to kind of, I don't know if it was like a balancing act or whatever, but in Act One, I said how I thought the uh, uh, Orgo Centuries didn't do it for me. They mm -hmm. just they look like super swollen bodies with like pimples yeah. on their forearms. Yeah. Um, but the bodyguards for um, Erte, mm -hmm. terrifying. Yeah. Those things are actually scary. So 10 out of 10, they hit those out of the park. Those things, he was like a half hawk type, like minigun, yeah, yeah. laser eye guy. I don't know. Terrifying yeah. stuff, though. Pretty cool. Uh, I, I, we really haven't even touched this. Uh, are you done with your points? Yeah. We've even touched um, Adam Orlock's great in this movie. Yeah. By the way. Absolutely. Is. Um, I forgot his, what's his name? Actor's name? Peter something. I can't remember off the top of my head. What a glow a glow up by him yeah. though. Yeah. Because what was the movie that was like his eyebrows were really crazy at that point? I like We Are the uh -huh. Millers. Yes. Yes. Thank great you. Great movie. Great, great film. Yeah. Great film. Highly Super recommend. Yeah. You guys are watching. You watch. guys were getting paid. <laughs> um, yeah. Great film. But yeah, yeah, he uh something happened in the last like five years. That dude's a stud. And I stud. really stud. think that he he really hit this uh hit this role out of the park. Mm -hmm. uh, I and think I'm really I'm excited to see him in the future films as well. Absolutely I am as well. Mm -hmm. Um something we'll touch on after act three. You know, uh there's a conversation to be had. But um mm -hmm. yeah, I don't I I mean it that's something else I, I meant to I meant to bring this up during act one, but um it felt like the the segue from Act uh, or from Guardians Two to Guardians Three was really good. We got to see Adam that was teased. Um, mm -hmm. Also, there there they took control of nowhere. Kraglin's got yep. the arrow. It just like the collectors on board because that's a part of Xandar, and they just like rescued mm -hmm. a bunch of people. I don't know. I just felt like the segue was really good, similar to like how Loki yeah. was a great segue after Endgame. Yeah, one hundred percent. It just felt good. It didn't feel like it does. Like we didn't know what time period they were in. Like it just felt smooth. It feels connected. It does feel connected. Yeah, some may say that indubitably. Um, 
like I said in the Loki episode, that Marvel's missing dearly. But <laughs> yes. James Gunn, you know, gotta killed it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I mean, you got any other points you want to make about Act Two? No, I think we. Uh, I mean, I pretty much covered all I wanted. All right. Well, let's get into the climax. Pause. All right. Um, of Act Three. Let's hit it. <clears throat> Once inside the ship, they plug the hard drive in with the pass key so they can finally patch up Rocket. Rocket then wakes up and it's all good and everybody on the ship and in the comms is happy, but it doesn't last long as the High Evolutionary takes Nebula's comms device and tells Peter to bring Rocket back or else he will kill all of his friends. Peter calls Kraglin to come over to rescue everybody from the High Evolutionary, so Kraglin brings Nowhere to Peter and shoots, quite possibly, the biggest bullet ever created. And in, in the universe at Ayrton Labs. The thing was huge. Four barrels yeah. to shoot that thing. Uh, the High Evolutionary sends out all of his defenses to capture Rocket, and even some of them start swarming nowhere and breaking inside. Mm -hmm. Once Peter and Gamora get inside Arate, Peter blows up his ship since Adam Warlock landed inside of it, and they're trying to get rid of him. Mantis gets the courage to step up to the obelisks, obelisks, and realizes that they don't want to eat them. And they actually end up becoming sort of friends. And the Mantis, Nebula, and Drax end up using them as transport. Yeah. Kraglin then uses his arrow to start killing all the aliens who have entered nowhere. Um, some some of the high, evolutionary, high Evolutionary's people try to start a mutiny. But the High Evolutionary ends up sending out a very large cosmic blast. Decimating everything in the area. Once the Guardians are back together, they start entering Arate to save all the higher life forms on deck and an incredible fight scene takes place nebula gets the Arate dock nebula gets the Arate to dock with nowhere so they can start putting all the kids on the safe ship meanwhile adam shows back up in front of groot and passes out in just moments adam asks why they saved him and drax says because everyone deserves a second chance i love that Rocket notices some animals in a different bay, but is confronted with the High Evolutionary and a brawl ends up taking place. Gamora ends up stabbing him and peeling off his face. And when it's time for Rocket to Kai kill the High Evolutionary, he decides against it because he's a guardian of the freaking galaxy. After a while, the seal breaks and as Peter's about to jump, he drops his Zoom, so he goes back for it and then tries to jump again to nowhere but can't make it, ends up getting stuck in space and starts to die. Adam just like pulls up to rescue him and brings him back to the ship so he can breathe. Gamora shows some emotion after picking... Oh, sorry. Gamora ends up showing some emotion after almost losing Peter, but then calls her Uber to get picked up. But before she leaves, she has a conversation with Peter about how they think that they were probably fun together in the past. Peter then calls a meeting where he tells everyone that he's going to go to Earth and he's kind of leaving the Guardians. And then Mantis chimes in saying that she will also be leaving. Peter then promotes Rocket as captain. And then we see Peter back up on Earth. We see him cherishing a very well-deserved hug with his grandpa. And then, end credit scene. We see the new Guardians. Consisting of Rocket, Groot, Kraglin, Adam, Cosmo, and Fia? Flia? Yeah! I don't know, P-H-Y-L-A. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I don't know either. But <laughs> one of the big things I wanted to say. Yeah, I know exactly what you're gonna say. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna dissect this. Okay. 
Well, okay. All right. So when uh, they're patching up Rocket, he has another flashback where he mm. sees his friends and Lila sort of like his crush, his little ting. I don't know. It's an otter. But like, I've never wanted to see. I don't know if I should say that, actually. We're going to move past that part. Um, I love them together, though. Um, okay. And she was like, you know, we've been flying together, us friends. And he asks, can I come with you? And she says, yes. And as as she says, yes, Rocket ends up flatlining. He is no longer with us. And then she, Lila stops Rocket and says, but not now. You still have mm-hmm. a purpose. And Rocket comes back but when rocket redlines the emotion that peter yeah. delivers on the screen oh. he's like almost spitting and he, he his cried. face is red he's crying he's giving yeah. him cpr i mean dude it broke my heart yeah and unreal acting yeah throughout this whole unreal. movie we we hear them talk about how everyone around peter's died yondu his mom you know, all the, his dad, technically, you know, all these people have died at Gamora. And so he just, he can't lose another. And it's yeah. very, it kind of is like a callback to, um, not really, but I'm making the connection of when, uh, in Guardians 2, when Rocket brings back uh, Gamora or something like that to the ship. And mm-hmm. she was like, you know, where's Peter? Yeah. Where's Peter? And he ends up shooting her because he's like, I can't, I can't afford to lose two friends today. Yep. And it's it's very similar in that aspect where he's like, I can't afford yeah. to lose you. Like you are my guy. Mm-hmm. Um that one stung though. You know It's kinda like uh Peter kinda has like this is overshooting a little bit. In a way, kinda have like a similar uh not story, but uh, like the amount of people he's lost. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing as Thor. But Thor's yeah. lost a good amount. Yeah. I would say more, but it's the same thing. Has he? I don't know. He's I mean, lost. I don't dad. even know now. Right now, Loki might come back, might not. We don't know. Yeah. We'll consider um, him lost. I mean, after Endgame, that dude is dead, dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Tony, Cap. I don't know if we'd consider that, though. Really? Yeah. Why? I just don't think it's as close. Like, Thor was off-world for a lot of, like, the Marvel movies and stuff like that. He was really only there for pretty much the Avengers um, and a couple other, like, small ones. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they didn't necessarily grow that as big of a bond as, like, let's say, Odin. Like, he lost Odin or Freya. Yeah. Um, and yeah. a lot of the Asgardian people, he lost Jane. Um, but, that's I mean, true. to an extent, I do agree with you. I mean, that stung. Losing yeah. Steve and losing mm-hmm. Tony um for sure like that i mean mm-hmm. that had to have mm-hmm. so i, I um, also i don't think that was a flashback from rocket i think he was actually going i mean in this movie i think to heaven like he's already okay like I can see, dying. I can, yeah i can see what you're saying there yeah yeah so you've seen the light or whatever yes at the yes. end of the tunnel yes indeed um another thing i want to bring up is that the fight scene when they're entering Arate <laughs> might be top five Unreal, unbelievable. Um, Beastie Boys, "No Sleep Till Brooklyn's playing. Banger yeah. song, banger, banger. Everyone the, gets their own little like like thirty seconds of fame. Yeah, yeah. The start even. Um, when what does Rocket say? He says like, "I'm done running." Yeah, and then it's just 
<laughs> and then the music starts. Yeah. Oh my no gosh. No sleep tell. Brooklyn. And then yeah, yeah. everyone kind of starts turning around and following him. Drax yeah. peels back the door and it's just a tunnel. I think the reason why this the fight scene's so good is because one, it transitions to each one of them, mm-hmm. but but all in one shot, mm-hmm. which is unreal. Yeah. And I love the end part where they're like all looking around. Mm-hmm. Like just out of breath. Yeah, they're like, like yeah. oh man, that was sick. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I think that was one dope. of my favorite parts of the fight scene is Gamora gets a mean right hook. Or not Gamora, sorry. Nebula gets a mean right hook. hook and yeah, her and head falls like, backwards. Yeah. And then her arm is behind her back. And she looks, when she, her head is behind herself, she looks to her left, shoots the guy, and then is like... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Keeps, dude, the way she keeps going. Thing. It, was so it just cool. shows like all like their uh skills their, their yeah, powers their skills. Yeah. Just, yeah it's so tough oh i love so that. tough um uh, yeah you kind of you're hit two of my points keep going brother well the next one groot actually says words in this film yes he does at the end when po- when peter promotes uh rocket and they all do the ravenger like double chest mm-hmm. hit, um groot says i love you guys yeah and the only thing that I don't enjoy about it is that because it's English, I'm like, oh, that was Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I have no yeah. beef with him. I mean, bald man to bald man, got to keep it a buck. But just like seeing Groot all this time only say I am Groot or one time he says we are Groot, it yeah. doesn't sound like him. But then he like mm-hmm. uses a, a, a sentence, I guess, a phrase, whatever. And I was like, oh, that's not Groot. Like that one was Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. thought that was kind of mm-hmm. crazy. I, I thought it was a um I think it was confirmed that he actually says I am Groot. Correct. But we've gotten um, to we've gotten to see him so much. Yeah, we've that, gotten to see him so much that we're actually find finally starting to understand him, which correct. is really cool. That is really but cool. I, which is confirmed by James Gunn as well, by the way. Yeah, so like I had a question about that. Oh. Is that just gonna be one thing that we're ever or is it or like cause in the future, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's gonna be we're, we're going to see the new Guardians team. Mm-hmm. Is Groot going to talk now? Or is he still going to just say, I am Groot? I feel like he's going to still say, I am Groot. I hope he still says, I am Groot. I do too. I don't I don't want that. I do too. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um. Before I finish my points, I want to I want to kind of run off that. Um. Another end, There's another end credit scene. It's not super important. That's why I didn't put it in here. Yeah. But it's pretty much just Peter eating cereal with his grandpa. Um. But then it says... Peter will return, or Star Lord will return. Star Lord, the legendary Star Lord. Yes. So, I'm. I have such mixed feelings about it because James Gunn's not involved. Yeah. And that's exactly how I feel when you just said we're going to continue seeing the Guardians and if is going to speak. Because as far as we know, Drax for sure wanted out. Um, I know that um, Zoe Salanda also really wanted out. I'm not totally sure about Nebula. I think she expressed wanting to be out. Um, but, like, I don't know about Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel and Craglin yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, so my only worry is that you built a phenomenal trilogy and a great holiday special. And we've gassed it up so much where it's like he did not milk this for money. He mm-hmm. He did it because this was a great story. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if someone else takes over, it's most definitely a money grab. And if it's yeah. not good, we got to boycott it or something. Are you are you talking about just individual projects? 
I just mean for the just Guardians. Like, yeah, but are you talking like for the Guardians? Are you talking about like just a Guardians individual? Like a Star-Lord um, solo? Yeah. I wouldn't want that either, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I also just don't want another I, Guardians movie with the no, new team. No, 100%. I agree with you on that. But we're going to need to see them in Secret Wars and King Dynasty, right? Would, would you really not want to see them, bro? Imagine. We haven't seen Because what is it? 2026 is when it comes out? Right? Uh, 2025 for Secret Wars, 2024 for King Dynasty, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I hope it was, a, I wish it was a little longer and then there's no like um, projects with them. Yeah. yeah. And then we see them and everybody's just like, yeah. That'd be insane. And they like actually yeah. execute what No Way Home tried to do and keeping it super under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They, that would be they won't. There's so many leaks, bro. We're going to. I'm going to have to turn off all my social media, which is rough because we're going to be posting on social media. So all I'm going to do is just post and not even look. There you go. I won't even look at my notifications. If we go viral, I wouldn't know. Catch me in 2028 finding out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another thing I thought was really cool is at the end credit scene when they're the new guardians are together, that group, that group, is insane to me insane. that is it he almost in the massive best way possible he looks like an insane looking pokemon yes <laughs> like he's yeah, so cool he does. yeah i love it bro i didn't even notice he was there at the start too i thought it was a rock the first time i rocket watched it. was like okay yeah Groot. taps him let's wake he's up like, <laughs> he's huge um, yeah and last but certainly not least uh phyla i think it's i think that's her name phyla that sounds really that sounds a lot better yeah sure i know right and i was reading it i was like uh um yeah when she's running you start seeing her hands glow and the way that they glow it it looks very similar to captain marvel and so and we don't really i mean i'm sure we could do some deep diving and figure out what her powers are but i'm also i kind of want to just like wait to see it in action yeah um but I am curious to know what her powers are. And Phyla I is uh, one of the girls that, um, one of the kids the that were yeah. uh, on the Arate being mm-hmm. created by the um, High Evolutionary. Mm-hmm. For the people that haven't watched this, which if you haven't, please go watch this. But um, it's on Disney Plus. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited to see what her powers are. And because yeah. she, I mean, the way that her hands were glowing, I was just like, I've seen that before. Yeah. 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 I forgot what color. I'm forgetting like what color. There's purple, right? purple am i tripping they're tripping it's like a bluish aura and then almost like a yellowish aura yeah 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 you're right that's you know gotta grow up gotta grow um you hit well you kind of went through the whole thing but one thing i really uh really really love um in this act is when they finally all get back and they having like a dance party Bro, I cried so many times during this movie oh, when I first yeah. watched it. Just when everybody's like um, dancing, having a good time. You said that you, because I was like, that was the first time I'm pretty sure we saw Nebula like laugh happy. and smile and be happy. Yeah. Um, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Um, Shows your growth. Yeah. And I love just like 
I also love the scene where Mantis is going, what's those? Uh, obelisks. Uh, obelisks. Obelisks. Yeah. He's going away. And we see um, Drax tear up. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that before either. And yeah, I saw him. Saying goodbye to, to his duo. That's devastating. I know. I know. I'm going to miss him so much. I'm going to miss Drax. I'm gonna and, miss I mean, I'm going to miss all of them. All but, of them. Yeah. All of them. Um, yeah, that scene is super powerful and just a absolute beautiful ending mm -hmm. to a horrific saga. Yeah. Um, I could not agree more. The, the, this, these movies are, are going to be classics. Yeah. Forever. Um, there's gonna be a lot of Marvel movies that probably be forgotten. Oh, these, yeah. these won't. Because no. they're not even like – you can't – these can't be dated. No. It's because, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's great because there's no like um, – like I said before, it's so comic book accurate. Like you can't really – Yeah. There um, is nothing to base it on. Yeah, 100%. Great. Yeah, it's great. And like even when they land on Counter-Earth and they end up taking uh, that person – or that thing's car. I think it, yeah. the subtitle said Vampire Bat. So the vampire yeah. bat human thing, they took mm -hmm. the car, but that even even that car was already old. You mm -hmm. know what I mean, that was like a late eighties, early nineties vehicle. Yeah. So yeah. like you can't date it from that because this yeah. came out in twenty twenty three. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It was it was great. Um, like I said before, what when I thought Drax died? Yeah. I one hundred and ten percent thought Starler was gonna die. When I saw his face puff up, I was like, damn. Yep. GG. Um, another fake death, but it, like he like reels you in. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, it, it, oh, is he I dying? Was on the edge of my seat, man. Edge. I was just like, come on, please. Mm -hmm. I need him alive, you know. But, um, God, what a film, huh? Mm -hmm. What a film. You want to do uh do our rating? You want to do the three? I want to hear. Ooh. <clears throat> Yeah, we'll do three, two, one. You ready? Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. Three. I'll go. Three, two, one, go. Ten. Nine. Eight. That's acceptable. Yeah. This is yeah. one of the three ten. films for me that is in the ten mark. Right. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I could right. not it's, agree it's more. It's such a roller coaster of emotion of devastation, anger, happiness, closure, triumphness it, it really just bundled every single emotion i want out of a movie and did it in less than three hours my favorite you know movie of all time is over three hours and it does the same thing but it's over three hours like that's you might insane. convince me you might have convinced me dude let's put it over to 10 for me why not because it's like it's most definitely the best nothing... guardian Oh, 100%. <laughs> Which is crazy because the other ones are also baggers. I know. Like, I was like, there's no way. Because when you see the trailers, the it's he hid a lot of stuff in the trailers, too. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of um, stuff that was crucial stuff that was missed, which is great. And I hope we get more trailers like that. We've had this discussion before. We sure have. About trailers. Yeah. We've actually um, made a whole clip about it. It's actually a five yes, clip, too. Yeah, check it out. Uh, TikTok, Instagram. Watchers PC. YouTube. Walter's PC on everything. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube and like and comment. 
or share a repost on Snitch. Instagram. Um, ooh, or duet. We've had one. Yeah. Um, if you are watching this, forgot your username. Love that. Loved your input. Um, keep it coming. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Anyway, yeah. I don't know, man. I I just I, I was debating on putting it in a high nine. I was I was thinking in like a nine eight nine nine, and I was like, yeah. why why would I do that to myself? I feel like I'm being a phony. I have to give it a ten. <laughs> I went back to watch this movie like six times. Yeah. The and only... each time I got emotional knowing what was going to happen. But I was like, oh, my yeah. God, did Drax die? Knowing I watched this movie last week and Drax is alive. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, he's dead. It's just like Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, this but... is a hot, hot take. Oh, no, you're going to hate it, actually. You're going to hate it. You ready for it? Let's hear it. Okay. <clears throat> Damn, this is a tough one. Infinity, Infinity War is my favorite movie. Um the MCU. Endgame was second. I don't I don't blame you for this. Guardians might might take it. Be in that might take the second place. Yeah, might take silver. I get I can't say I blame you for that. And if we do a breakdown, we will on when? the Avengers movies. Um uh and we watch Infinity War again. It could change. I, I've taken a break from watching the Avengers movie. I used to watch when I was in the military. We would have no service on the boat. And I had Infinity War downloaded. And I'm not even kidding you. I think I've watched I've watched Infinity War 30 times. Maybe more. I, maybe I more. honestly think it might be more. Because the amount of times you'd come back from being out. Yeah. You'd be like, dude, I wa-, like you would watch it like twice while you're on the boat. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> I, I literally at a at that point, I literally knew every word you to were that movie. Quoting it, dude, to the point where, like, I also big fan. Obviously, that's why yeah. we have an entire podcast related around this. But you would start pulling out quotes, and I'm like, is that is that Infinity War? And you're like, yeah, yeah. It's 18 minutes in, Steve says this to Tony, and I'm like, okay, I'm so sorry. Like, my bad. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I uh, <clears throat> phenomenal movie. Are you ready for the topic question? I know what it's like to lose. You feel so desperate. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that was, that was fire. That was fire. Uh, are you ready for the topic question? I am. Alrighty. Out of all of the villains in the Guardians trilogy, being, uh, I can visualize his name and I can't say it. Ego, Ronan. Ronan, thank you. Ronan, yep. Ego, and then the High Evolutionary. That's what we consider the main villains. Who do you like the most? Ooh. Like. As in... In any I don't way you like. want to interpret it. Okay. I feel like... Um... For a movie to be so good, you gotta have an unreal villain. Absolutely, like Thanos. Yeah. Um, and I think I'll probably take High Evolutionary, just because of that. Um, I love Ego. I love all of them. Yeah, they're all great. Ego's. I, I, I think I think Ronan's the worst of the three, personally. Yeah, um, I I can totally agree with that. But he also, I mean, not to be confused with Ego, the second second Guardians villain, but Ronan had an ego. I mean, he he literally was yeah. he was threatening the mad mad titan 
Yeah. That's yeah. scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm right there with you because Ego was scary in the aspect of like he wanted to take over the galaxy, right? Yeah. But like that is super overplayed, respectfully. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very. So for the high evolutionary to completely pivot and not say I want to take it over, I want to perfect yeah. it. And in the process, yeah. he's abusing animals and he's abusing humans and doing all these things to create the perfect life form. Um, I think that's what did it for me. He yeah. They went a completely different route and they did ego really, really great. I mean, you guys really heard me when you guys, two weeks ago during this podcast, how much I was ranting and raving about how much I love Guardians 2. I love it more than I yeah. love 1. But they took a route that was overplayed. They did it well, but this one yeah. was something I've never seen before or something that didn't yeah. necessarily immediately made me think of a thousand different movies. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, it, and also like the way that um, in the beginning of the movie, or I guess in most of Rocket's flashbacks, you see him with his face and then Rock, he kills mm-hmm. all of Rocket's friends. He slaughters his face. And instead of wearing that, he has to then put a new face on so he looks perfect again. And then when Gamora yes. takes his face off, he you he's like, "Look at what you did to me." Yeah. And he's so he's so uh, I don't even like emotional. I guess I don't know. He's so I can't think of the right word, but he is just like Draught, devastated. Yeah, devastated is a good one of, of yeah. the fact that he's no longer perfect. Yeah. Um, and I loved that. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was a really nice uncomfortable touch. uncomfortable yes indubitably quaint mm, indeed mm, yes um, it's cool how it um, I'm excited I mean I'm happy that you chose him yeah. as number one because it's funny because we get to I mean they're all great yeah but we have the first one mm-hmm. the worst and it just like builds up yeah which is cool yeah I mean like, also they, he, the ratings of the movies he, for me also go up 100% actually no, not for I you. I think I like Guardians 1. Yeah, you like better. Guardians 1 more than 2. Yeah. Um, but that's fine. All great yeah. movies. All great. I will say Unreal. this much, though. The soundtrack in this movie, really good. Super good. Yeah. Worst of the three. Really? I think so. And wow. also, the end credit scene, the song that they played, and they were all talking about like who's their favorite musical performer, and yeah. Rocket plays a song. That 1,000, in my opinion, and I'm biased, you guys, if you guys watched the last episode, you guys will know this, it most definitely should have been Brandy. Yeah. I think Brandy yes. just would have hit harder. Yeah. But I'm biased. Yeah. I can understand it. I mean, that song also well, I get, I get it, though. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I want to say, I want to point out one thing. Hmm. Uh, when I watch these videos, mm-hmm. when you make a point, I love it. You say, I will say much this, uh, say let me repeat that. I, uh, I will say this much, though. I will say this much. Yeah, I love when you say that. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, are you ready to move on to Marvel News? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, it was kind of a slower last two weeks when it come to Marvel News. And just kind of mm-hmm. what's going on. There are, I have a couple big things. And a lot of it's pretty short. So I'm just going to jump right into it. We have some massive, massive what if update. There are confirmed episodes, and they're now rumored episodes. So the confirmed episodes are uh, Gamora and Tony on Sakaar. There is a sequel to Captain Carter picking up on the cliffhanger from episode one. Odin and Hela versus Wenwu. I know you're excited about that one. We'll jump into it in just a minute. 
Avengers versus Surtur. Ooh. What, what if the Tesseract landed before the colonization of America, which also introduces a new character, Kahori? Uh, he is a Native American uh, uh, superhero. And then a Marvel 1602 adaptation. So wow. I'll be honest, I don't really know too much about the whole Marvel 1602 adaptation. I've got to do some more research on that. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen with this whole Tesseract one. I don't know how mm. I don't know how much I like them introducing new characters in an animated small series. I think that they deserve to be put into a show, a real full production show or a um, a movie. So, mm. but other than that, I think, I mean, the top portion that you're looking at, brother, bangers. I got, I think the top three just from looking at them. I mean, first of all, I literally was asking you were for a flashback of Odin and Hela. Yeah, very excited for that episode. Unfortunately, it'll be animated, but that's fine. It'll that's be fine. sick. I'm down. For I'll it. take it. I'll me, take it. Me too. Uh, that that one, uh, Avengers versus Surtur, would be. I think that's gonna be a cool one. Insane. And then Gamora and Tony. I think because they were supposed to be in episode one, right? Mm -hmm. That was supposed to be the rumored episode from last season, but it got cut. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, wow. I'm actually excited I'm actually, for that. I, I'm also really excited for the Captain Carter one because mm -hmm. uh, in season one, that was a, one of my favorite episodes. And yeah. it left on a cliffhanger. And we were all like, I was really confused when I watched that because we watched that actually at your home when the show came yes. out. Yeah. With, uh, Spencer and Jax, I believe. I think so. Um, and I thought it was super cool and it ended on a cliffhanger. And I was really confused because there was no other Captain Carter episode. So I'm excited to see that they are building off of them. Um, yeah, I'm so, really excited to do a breakdown on that. Yeah, me too. Really excited. Um, and <clears> then <throat> we got some rumored ones. We got Hank Pym as Ant-Man versus Janet Van Dyne as Wasp versus Bill Foster as Goliath versus the Red Guardian. There's a lot going on there. What if Yondu delivered Star-Lord to Ego? What if Happy saved Christmas, which is an Iron Man 3 episode? And what if Wanda grew up watching musicals instead of sitcom? Which is like a reference to WandaVision, how it's all sitcom yeah. related and how yeah. it would have been different. And season two comes out on Christmas this year. Wow. I wow. am biased and maybe it's because we're in the Guardians theme. What if Yonder delivered Star-Lord to Ego? That's my number need, one in the room mode. Yeah, that's got to be an episode. <laughs> got to give me that one. Yeah, that one's going to be really good. Yeah. Um, the other two could be good. Yeah. Just from the, I just don't know. Like, what if Happy Saved Christmas? Yeah. The, the uh, arena fight scene. <laughs> Dude, literally. <laughs> Uh, that one might be cool. I'm actually like weirdly excited for that one. I'm also like I just I'm excited for to see more Red Guardian. Yeah, I'm really. Yeah. I, I thought I he was a really great character. Yeah. Oh, that one too. I think it would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. I don't know. I think there's a couple good ones, and I'm sure they're mulling over some better ideas or some other ideas. Um. But yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for that. And uh, then, wow. Uh, next up on the docket, we've got Ironheart and Daredevil have been removed from the Marvel release calendar. They no longer have an official release date, and I guarantee you that's got something to do with the strike, which yes. is our next bullet point, Yeah, uh, which there's a lot of news regarding the strike, um, and I'm not really going to delve into it because 
There's a lot of big We've words We've talked in there. about it so much. We've talked about it a lot, and there doesn't seem to be an end in sight. Um, so the only really thing I can say is just like, keep on picketing, keep on boycotting, do what you got to do. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, like comedians that have been starring in, in movies. They're not even talking about their movies on their podcast because they're standing with a, the strike as well, which I think is super mm -hmm. cool. Um, yeah, I think it, 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 the reach has grown, gone past just the actors and the, the, the workers involved in the films. It's now kind of hitting yeah. a much bigger base. And I think that's good 100%. for the strike. Mm -hmm. um, did you have something you wanted to say about the Ironheart and Daredevil situation? It felt like you, um, you had something to say. I was going to say I'm kind of – I was happy they were moved because we were just talking about like we want Marvel projects to, to take time. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait, they can't really – Can't do anything. <laughs> take time on it because they can't really do much. So, yeah. But I maybe hope... the writers, since they're all also on strike, are just – you know maybe like sort of rewriting scripts or building ideas. Maybe. maybe. Uh, so like, cause they're able to work. They're just not going to bring these ideas to the table until they're rightfully yeah. paid. So yeah. maybe they're, uh, maybe they're cooking something up. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm hoping like that, cause it's kind of like, I'm not comparing it to COVID, but I'm hoping the strike gets resolved soon because if it takes a while, Marvel projects are going to get pushed back. We're not going to have this podcast. Mm -hmm. We're just going to have to keep doing run uh, breakdowns. Mm -hmm. We want new content. You know, that'd be great. Uh, um, but I hope it doesn't. When it ends, they're not just like pumping, pumping them out. out. Yeah, I agree with that. I hope they just do. Just take your time, please. I found save Marvel. You know? And uh, second to last. This one's actually pretty exciting, and I'm sure you're gonna love this one. Yeah. Jonathan Majors is reported to is reportedly expected to appear in about half of the Loki yeah. season two episodes. I think that's dope. I really I'm do. Super excited. Um, because we only saw him in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Actually, did no, we? No. Last we saw two. like the end scene, right? Yeah. Had to be. I don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, um, to see him. I, I hope, I wonder if we're going to see just that like old timey version of him. I that love makes that. Sense. He looks like a yeah, stud. Looks, <laughs> yeah, he does look like a stud. Um, Make I wonder if we're going to see like, choice. Sorry. yeah, I, love I wonder if we're going to see like different versions of him. I hope or maybe so. that's just going to be the number, like the only one. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, ho I hope we see more. Uh, especially yeah. after the Ant Man and Quantumania uh, end credit scene, and we got we sh we were shown all of those other variants, or I mean, I say variants because of Loki, but all those other Kangs. I hope yeah. that we do get to see a couple others. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's super exciting because it's growing his character, and that's something that I have brought up and is one of my big gripes is that I'm tired of having one off villains, and I want them to grow yeah. to where we can. It, let them win a couple times. I feel like Thanos is so cool because they took an entire movie and he killed half. Yeah. And then they were like, like imagine a movie with Ultron winning. Yeah. I think if if that <coughs> actually happened, Excuse I think me. Ultron would take the the fuck the, the higher tap. up on yeah the tippity tap. The tip, and we're only so, halfway there. Yeah. Um, and then last up on the docket. 
This one is super important to every Yeah, listener. crazy. This is um, wild. There is still no word on what's going on on Earth with the Eternals or anything, per the usual. Um, shocker. We got still got nothing. Just want to make that very clear for anybody that might be curious. What's going on, Marvel? Can we please talk about the Celestial that's sticking out of Earth? <laughs> please? I would love I would love to see that. Or the celestial that pulled up into the atmosphere and then just kidnapped like four people and then created a black hole and dipped out. Yeah. Yeah. Just just some thoughts. But yeah, there's still no there's nothing going on there. So just so you guys are aware. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh And I mean, Gonzo, do you have anything that you want to tell to the people? I wrote it down. Give me two seconds. Oh, no. Should have been better. I should have been better. Sorry, guys. One second. Two seconds. Two seconds. Oh, no, brother. I lost it. Oh, no. Seems like you found it. I did find it. No act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. I like that. I really like that. That was really beautiful. That is, that is almost as beautiful (laughs) as you. Thanks. Yeah, Uh, what is that? A car? I think that might be the celestial. Oh my! No way! Yeah. Wow. I really hope Cersei just doesn't show up and accidentally stumble in my bedroom. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be wild. Oh, no. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful, though. I really like that. Yeah. Um, just- I will say another thing. Um, <clears throat> make sure you guys check in on your friends and family. Don't be afraid to ask how you're doing. And if they say, um, I'm good, ask it again. Yeah. Because the first one's a, a block. Absolutely. They're used to it. Always a you deflector. Know? It's a deflector. The second question will, you know, hit them and be like, okay, this person really cares about me. Yeah. If I'm having trouble, let me spill the beans a little bit, you know? Absolutely. And make sure you guys listen. That's listen a big to people. Thing. That's a really big thing. Yeah. I uh, actually, I used to, at my previous job, we actually had to take uh, communication courses because us as a team did not communicate very well together because uh, the higher-ups are awful. Um, But uh, one of the things I did learn and actually take away and use in my day-to-day life is um, a lot of people listen to reply. Uh, So they're just, as they're listening to you, they're thinking of what they're going to say next instead of, which is what you're supposed to do, which is to listen to understand. Um, And I think that's huge. And don't like listening is really important like like you said listen to reply if you actually listen to a person that's describing a problem that might help you actually Mm -hmm. uh fix the problem that you're having the problems that you're having absolutely so it's always good to listen to people gotta help each other out yep you're not you're not just by yourself it's a whole world of seven Eight billion people. Yeah, but there is. Yeah, outside of that, guys. Um, per the usual, 
like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, mm-hmm. Share it with your grandma. Share it with your dog. Do what you got to do. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And, yep. I mean, geez, this has been The Watchers. Peace. Peace. And bug grease. Bug grease.